Hello, kitties. It's your old pal, the Creep Keeper, here for Boys and Ghouls Film Review Podcast. That's right, kitties. It's your... It's your old pal Sarah here with her co-host Mike. G'day. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> we I'm just. We love uh, Johnny Casier. He's. He, he I want ha- I want my turn to do the Casier yeah. look. But anyway, guys, happy Christmas to you guys yeah, it's out al- there. Almost Christmas now, guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's getting close to that time of the year where you have to get your stocking together. Get some nice presents under the tree and put up your bright lights and hopefully have a very safe Christmas too. And remember, all you naughty people out there, you may get a lot of coal if you're really lucky. <laughs> yes. To celebrate this season, we thought we might give you uh, a few good themed, you know, Christmas, Christmas themed movies. movies which we're not doing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, if that's so, you know, no. don't get worried. Not yet. Nope. <laughs> anyway, this one we decided to go with Puppet Master versus, versus Dom- De- Demonic Toys. Toys. That we- was released in year 2004, I think. Yeah. Now, this was a non-canon crossover horror film. For those of you who don't understand the word non-canon, I'll just explain it to you. It's when they make a movie which isn't in line with the current um, thread of the movie uh, storyline. Mm. When they make, are we going to do a spin-off or something? It's like, so that's the that's closest way I can explain it. And the crossover is when they actually put uh, people or, or identities from two different movies into the one movie. Yeah. So that's like putting, say, Superman mm. and Batman into a movie yeah just that, so that becomes like a crossover yeah, just yeah. so you know goes just so you know guys mm. this one um um it both these um car- these two movies or they've crossed they're both taken from the same manu- same production company yeah, well, full moon, full moon yeah. features just so you know and I think it looks pretty good from where I stand. Taking yeah. two um, creepy two con- doll- two ideas, to- two concepts, two yeah. goo concepts, mm. and turning into one big concept. Yeah, it worked. I, I think. Look, look you know, we'll discuss the movies go through anyway. But um, yeah, um, it worked mm. in the same way. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, I'll just go through the usual things I do uh, as I mm. um, do. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, um, now this. Um, movie obviously based on characters from the original Puppet Master books and mm. the Demonic Toys book stories, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, scripts. Now, um, now written by C. Courtney Joyner, mm-hmm. directed by Ted Nicolaou, I think it's the right pronunciation, mm-hmm. and produced by Alan Burstein and Carrie Gleiberman. Mm. Yeah, Gleiberman. Now, this was made direct for TV uh, and it was released in uh, December 2004. On NBC's Universal's Sci-Fi Channel, or whatever. Go figure it. Well, I don't watch that sort of stuff. I don't. I don't. I don't do pay TV and stuff. So, Me yeah. neither. So, obviously, it must be a good place for watching these sort of movies. Mm, yeah. Uh, good platform, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast. I haven't got. I just got the main ones here. We've got Corey Feldman. He plays Robert Toulon, who is the great grand nephew of Andre Toulon, who was the original puppet master. Mm-hmm. 
Danielle Keaton, she plays Alexandra Toulon, that's his daughter. Now we've got a really nice lady here called uh, Vanessa. Uh, I can't, I, I got, I, I think I might have misspoke the last name, but it might be Anget or Angel. I can't remember. Angels. I might, I might have hit the wrong button on my computer. Angel, oh, is it? Yeah, Angel. Vanessa or Angel. Uh, she plays Erica Sharp. She's the mean lady who has a demon working for her. <laughs> She's not a very nice piece at all. And there's a really nice lady called Sylvia uh, Suvadova, I think is the right pronunciation. And she plays a sergeant. Jessica Russell, and she's really nice and cute. I'm, I don't like her. She's really she fun. is very pretty, and um, Robert Toulon kind of has he, a bit of a crush well, on her. He does, yeah, I would. Yeah. Now, just talk about the crossovers. We've got the, the, the puppets from the Puppet Master series that are in this movie are Blade, Pinhead, Jester, and Six Shooter. And out of the demonic, or the demonic toys guys, we have uh, Baby Oopsie Daisy. Uh, Jack, Jack Attack. Attack and Grizzly Teddy. They sound really ominous guys, don't they? Yeah, very <laughs> evil creatures. Now, I think it, it covers the cast yeah. and mm. the uh, identities of yeah. the toys. Originally, so, this mm. was meant to be going to be a... Um, originally, the original idea for this many years ago, it was going to be for a TV series oh, of using the... Um, the puppet master with demented toys, but it was scrapped. But I guess it was picked up much later on to make into a special TV movie special to show, on, you know, on yeah, television. Yeah, whatever. Hmm. Okay. So that's kind of good. They brought it back into, um, brought it back. Hmm. So that was, was like the idea works. It's good. Anyway, do you want to go into it now and start telling? Once upon a time, there was three toys, isn't it? Or? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so the story begins with Robert Toulon in his in his toy shop, you know, with his daughter, and they're just putting together um, a batch of special Andrew Toulon's formula that makes the puppets come to life. And this formula is a mixture of alcohol and in blood. blood. This is what it's, it says on Wikipedia. There may be some other stuff in there, but the main yeah. ingredients. I think it's vodka when because I look at the bottles um, and they make me think of vodka bottles. Uh, uh, I think it was vodka or gin. I can't remember. Uh, I, I can't really know. Yeah. Anyway, they it, were, it was a clear liquid. Yes, and as for the other chemicals, we'll guess we'll never know. <laughs> Meanwhile, the bad guys are are evil. What's her name? Uh, Erica, Erica Sharp. Sharp. She want. She knows about what they're doing, and she wants the puppets. Don't ask me well, why, but she, she is. Wants, she, she wants to have... She's been, always been a spoiled brat when she was a kid, and Daddy gave her everything, and she wanted living, breathing puppets. Hmm. So they're making a deal with a demon to give her some living, breathing dolls or something toys. from hell. Yeah. And as it turns out, the and toys... And with them, they'll disrupt if an audience yeah. wouldn't, do, wouldn't play the way she wanted to play. Yeah, and, see yeah. the... See, the demented toys, if you've watched the movies, you'll see that they're not, they're, well, practically, they're practically nasty, naughty creatures. Or Annabelle, nasty. Yeah. (laughs) Cheeky and And a bit... chucky. Yeah, yeah, very chucky-like. Yeah, they do what they like, you know. Yeah. That's why they're in hell. mm -hmm. Hmm, go figure it, hey. Anyway, so, so the formula works and, and the puppets come to life and... 
We and as Mike mentioned, it's blade, pinhead, six shooter, and jester. And, jester. and they're really mm. fun to meet the um Toulons. Uh, and, and doesn't Andre Toulon appear and introduces the uh, no. his grandson? No. no. Nope, 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 uh, nope. That's another movie, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a different movie. Yeah. A different no, I'm just, yeah, I couldn't remember. So that, that, they just accepted him. I think he told them who he yeah, was. Yeah, because, see... Said, that's cool. Yeah, see, yeah. these um, puppets, they sort of... Um, well, it doesn't matter. Well, as I said before, this one only re- doesn't have any references to the other Puppet Master movies yeah, too true, much. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it mentions that this movie was written was script written by the same writer who did the um, third Puppet Master movie, just so you know. And huh. that was kind of cool. Shame about it being scrapped in the first place. Cool, there you go, then. Anyway, mm. so, our, so our, later that night when they, the puppets went to bed or something, the um, Erica's yeah, um, okay. shop's um, agents decided to go in and steal the puppets. Oh, yeah, hey, well, no, well, we'll just backtrack here. This Erica Sharpley has had a, uh, a little uh, hidden camera mm. uh, in the shape of it. It's like a lady uh, beetle or something. A toy lady yeah, yeah. beetle. So it can move around a little bit. So it's really small. And they could actually uh, spy on um, mm. Robert and his daughter with their experiments. And now yeah. the Erica knows they've discovered the yeah. formula and she's aware of Andre Toulon's uh, living and breathing puppets so mm. she wants it yeah, yeah. she also mm. made a big, big deal with the de- with a demon Bail, a- I think Bail. yeah mm. and they made the deal that he gets um true longs um alex true longs yeah. you know blood for a deal and and she gets the father. I think she wants to drain um, dear old Robert Toulon dry, you well, know. Well, actually, there, there's a side bit of a story here. The original Toulon, who's never come into the story, supposedly, mm. this, yeah. is a, this, is a fun, this is a spin-off yeah. story. Andrew Toulon's grandfather, I think, I'm no, not sure. No, 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 but even before that, mm. uh, he actually made a deal with this demon. Mm. And in exchange for his deal, he was supposed to uh, give him his soul. And his soul escaped him and went into a forest and went into a tree or something or other. Then Andre Toulon, when he came along so many years later, cast his first puppet out of the wood from that tree. Mm, cast a few puppets, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, there's a bit of family history in there, isn't there? Yes. Hey, and did it make the family tree? Yeah, maybe. Okay, whatever. So, anyway, our here, so the story goes on. The, the criminals couldn't get the puppets somehow... Um, there was a bit of a fire, and some chemicals got knocked over. And well, the, but puppets, the puppets are fighting for their freedom. Yes. Or I think I think six years have made knock uh, knock the chemicals over or something. Yeah. Accidentally. Mm. Yeah. Eventually, the fire line got tripped, and the bad guys escape. And lucky for us, Alex Trulon was able to the put out the fire with the fire extinguisher. But then um, cavalry comes calling. In the form of Sergeant Je- Jessica, and of course, as I said before, uh, Robert Toulon is smitten with her. I'm pretty smitten with myself. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, he then says that maybe he just tripped um, the fire alarm accidentally and just tripped yeah, over yeah. the chemicals and set the fire himself. Yeah, we <laughs> did want to explain to her that I got these living puppets running around here, or yeah. 
How would you explain it to somebody who's not a true believer? Uh, mm. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, anyway, um, she doesn't buy it for a second, but she's willing to accept it and just move on. Less paperwork that way. Mm. Yes. But <coughs> anyway, they worked out, Alex and Robert realized that they're being bugged. And he knows this. He finds out the bit about the bit, the ladybug. You see, he's being bugged, and it's the ladybird. The ladybird. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. So anyway, he finds the um, lady beetle, and he f he remembers that during an interview flashback, he was offered a he was going to, for a job interview at um, uh, the um shops, um toy manufacturing place but unfortunately they turned him down and Sad. gave him a, a replica toy of the ladybug and he went on his way and you know why why because that lady knew who he was mm. and that he gave him she gave him the ladybird mm. because he was going to spy for her yeah uh -huh. and he threw it out like say several or eight times and it kept coming back yeah and he thought maybe it was his daughter alex who was uh, bringing it back into the house so he just left it there didn't mm. worry about it yes mm. anyway well i don't know about that well he did and he just moved around though so, but, so they know mm. now that they're being bugged, so they then leave the uh, toy shop to go to his, either his mother-in-law or his mother's house, mansion, I should say. I think it would be his mother's house, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah not See, all, his wife, uh, I, I should mention this earlier, his wife, um, he, she left um, Robert for her, a younger man. It's one of those young. It's one of those weird stories mm. where mother meets younger, good-looking guy and leaves husband and daughter, d and doesn't have an explanation or bother for doing a dress or where she's gone. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. So moving on to the story, the um, Robert Trulong upgrades his the puppets using special art of you know scientific technology like. Terminator stuff. Exactly. <laughs> and it looks really cool, especially um, six shooters' guns replaced with laser pistols. Yeah, that's quite, that's quite good, actually. Scared the crap out of me. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so anyway, moving on. And then we have a flashback back to when um, Robert Toulon was tackled or attacked earlier and he remembers a, a tattoo on one of the uh, the uh, assailant's wrists yeah, yeah yeah where it shows a bit of a dollar sign in a sentence design and his daughter brings up that it was um uh from a from a rock group that she was into when she, her parents were splitting up and she then realized that they then realized that they're dealing with devil worshippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a demonic, demonic symbol of some description. Yeah, some type. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So they realized so either that into heavy metal or they're into demonology. Mm. Yes. Mm. So they know they're in deep, deep, deep trouble now. Oh, deep car car. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Meanwhile, the um, um, um. He then goes and talks to the sergeant lady, Jessica, and tell her about what they, he may have found. And she says that she's going off to the, to, to the toy factory because technically um, there, there's a special, um, you know, well, there, she's going to be picking up some dolls and toys. So 
they can be given at the policeman's sort of charity auction. Oh, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever mm. they call it, charity kids auction. No, they're, they're, they're collecting toys to hand out to kiddies for Christmas or something like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, um, she's cool to do that. But uh, first, Robert thinks that she's uh, possibly a spy for for the toy fact manufacturing guys. He then makes a skeptical of himself by going down there. He ends up meeting um, baby oopsie Daisy yeah. in the process, nearly gets tackled by it. And mm. along the way, he, um, he, he makes a public spectacle of himself in front of everyone. And I think he's crackers. Yeah. Yes, and of course, Jessica takes him outside, gives him a severe um, slapping on the on the belt. Oh, nice. <laughs> not really, not really. I, I'm just joking. That's right. And oh, she... I like the first version. <laughs> so he, she then tells him that he should just go home, just hang out with his daughter and all that stuff, yeah, and yeah. just forget about what he just happened. Yeah, make a bowl of popcorn, watch some telly. No, so he ends up going back, and she ends up... Um, well, let me see what happens next. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Um, she then realizes that the trouble, what's going on. She eventually goes to the toy store to find out where, what's going on. And she runs into both Grizzly Bear and Oopsie Daisy doll. And she then realizes the, um, drop it too long is not, as crackers as he makes out to be. He looks a bit crackers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he does. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, eventually she then works out that that Robert and Alex have gone to his mum's mansion to stay for a few few days. Yeah, to get away from the other guys. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And eventually she comes there and he explains the story. Well, he a little bit of the story, and. He then works out that the demented dolls are going to be awakened during Christmas time. Oh, yeah, Christmas Eve or Christmas morning or something. Yeah. 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 Once the um, final ceremony is completed. And, when, and that was the draining of the blood of... A virgin. A virgin, or in this case, probably uh, Alex, Alex Trulon's mm. blood. Mm. Then the dolls will come to life and start... Killing, killing and naming these, these people, killing, everyone. Well, killing the other thing is to kill off these innocent children to get more blood. Mm, yes. I think. Yeah. yeah, that's the demon's plan mm. and Erica's plan and all that. Anyway, eventually, fun, fun, fun. yeah, eventually, um, Jessica goes off to her car to report what she finds, and baby Oopsie Daisy knocks her out in his fashion, and he calls oh, in nice. the yeah. fact that where yeah. Trulong and his daughter are at. By phoning her up on a mobile phone. Well, hey, what a smart little dolly. Eventually, yeah, the bad guys know. come. They abduct Jess, um, I mean, Alex, and Robert Toulon was knocked out by um, Jack Attack. Oh, Jack in the Box, yeah. 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 And they're brought to um, the factory. And, of course, in this instance, it becomes a bit weird because in this scene, Erica starts putting the moves on. Robert Toulon, <laughs> in the worst, in the worst yeah, in the way. In the nicest possible way. Yeah, trying to make out she nice. wants a baby with him, yada, yada, yada. I suspect that once she, she's probably planning, if she got pregnant by Robert Toulon, she'll have a baby and probably use it as a continuation of... You said Jessica. Oh, oh sorry, not Jessica. Oh, the, the um, other one. 
Uh, yeah, sorry. Erica. Erica. <laughs> she plans on draining the blood from both Robin and Tool and hopefully maybe she'll, if she gets a baby, she might be able to use it as leverage to continue, you know, uh, getting... Her evil doings. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. It's mm. gross when I think about it. It's not worth minding. As soon as Jessica revives back at the, at the police car and was able to get to the, to the toy factory eventually eventually the puppets they start noticing their their bosses in trouble and start going into action they go into battle ah yeah they what, a friend, what a friend yeah they get inside yeah. a special metal box but luckily enough dear old six shooter he kind of burnt you know well, he got lasers now instead yes. of just little bullets so he just cut his way through uh the side of the box. Very Yes, handy very clever. Indeed, yeah. And of course, dear Beats old Pinhead yeah. uses his fist to punch the hole through. <laughs> exactly. He's a strong little fellow. Yeah. Yes, he's a very strong fellow. <coughs> yeah, thanks mm. to the new weapons, they're able to fight. He did have a strength enhancer or something for yeah. Pinhead, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, something like that. Yeah, something mm. like that. Anyway, um, they take down dear old Jack and Eba- Jack and the ta- Jack Attack. Whatever. Yeah, they claim enough of them, didn't they? Yeah, they he do. Still, he, it didn't stop him totally. No, uh, technically, without the box, he's still a dangerous creature. Mm. Eventually, um, they take out the um, other guys in the process. Way to go, um, Puppet Master toys. Exactly. <laughs> and dear old Jessica appears, and they head down into the basement using a special key medallion to get down to... To, to the lower level. Lower level. Mm. See, where, the, um, where Bale and uh, the uh, Bale and the dolls and everything usually hang out, and there's also a shaft going down to hell, supposedly. Yeah, mm. it goes really down, like like mm. Men in Black style, if you will, yeah. Ooh. or something. We haven't done the movie, have we? Not yet, but we'll. Uh, we won't. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on. So they're about to complete the ritual. They threw down a new secretary because. Oh yeah, they they use the old virgin secretary to, to duplicate the demons a bit. Yeah, bit yeah. Of it, yeah. Yes. Hey, the old virgin blood goes a yeah. long way here. And yeah. of course, um, Alex is inside a special Iron Maiden device Which that can drain the blood from her when it's all. When you close it. When you properly. close it. <laughs> and the um the um sort of the um the um the little pointy bits inside it they're retractable. Or something like yeah, that. They, yeah, well, when they close the Iron Maiden, then they do something, and then the... They uh, crank it, and you know. They crank it, and, and, and the, all the, the spikes these, start these piercing into start the person. Going, uh, closer to the person inside the Iron Maiden, and pierce them. And that's, yeah, so interesting. Yeah. Oh, good concept. Mm. Agreed. Uh, you don't have to be speared right away, making a quick, easy yeah. death or something. Exactly. Anyway. So, <laughs> anyway, the, um, they're about to do the ritual, and somehow, dear old... Robert Toulon and its puppets are up here and they start having, and they start yeah. fighting out yeah. and while this is happening Erica is trying to close up the box and tries to turn the machine on but luckily enough Jessica is able to shoot the machine and it stops I think well the police hey police are good guys yes mm-hmm. yep. and fortunately the sun eventually rises and too little too late yeah that's the whole point it had to be done by sunrise yeah before mm. sunrise and of course, the demon is displeased, yeah, and they he really and he wants he, to yeah. take Erica down to hell to, to make her a slave forever. And eventually, he he, she and the demon they head down to low, lower, lower, lower level. Yeah, if you get my meaning, hell. 
Highway to hell. Sorry. Yeah. Eventually, um, so eventually Robert is able to release Alex and he congratulates the puppets for a Thanks job guys. well done. Yeah. And all that. And of course, Pin, off. Of yeah, course yeah, Pinhead yeah. is very badly damaged. His arms have been wrenched open from the fight, but he, I'm sure they'll fix it. They'll fix him. Yeah, always mm-hmm. do. You can't keep a good puppet down. Yeah. True. So they end up leaving the, the factory and... Jessica phones um, her sister. I think she gave her one of the two of the um, doll toys to her sister's kids. She told her to throw them away. And told, she told them earlier to throw them away when they were going down to the lower level yeah. earlier. And, and she then got, gives them gives Robert, Robert and, and Alex. Alex an invitation to come to, to Christmas, Christmas dinner. Well, yeah, nice. Uh, and which they oblige. Warm and fluffy time. What yeah. if we get to kiss under the mistletoe? Uh, nice. Eventually, he does ask her before they head off. Um, would she not put in there in the report about the Trulon's uh, puppets? And she says that she's willing to do that, as provided she's given visitation rights. And yeah. he says he's fine with it. Yeah. And eventually, yeah, they head nice. off down in down in in, in during the sunrise, as singing Christmas carols. Uh, yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, well, okay. And, before, and as a bit of a final, final drop, funny j- joke, we hear, we see um, baby oops-a-daisy. Come out the top of the well saying, or whatever. And yeah. says something like, have a crappy Christmas, brother, or... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What does it say? What, something ridiculous. What does it yeah. say? Um, Merry Christmas, my ass, and a crappy New Year. That's what... Oh, not my words... That's in the movie. Yeah, yeah and, he, and he briefly, before he heads off, says, see ya, really fast. You, don't hear, hole, you yeah. don't hear it really fast. It just, it's just a hint. Yeah, that sounds rather rude, that. Yeah, yeah. he's a very rude look baby doll, whatever. Doesn't matter. Oh, it's supposed to be he's a demon. Yeah, I mean, true. Chucky wasn't warm and friendly, was he? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can see why... And Annabelle? I can mm. see why they're different... Um, when you look at the, these two different um, cartoon, different um, dot toys, then I can see that um, the um, fact that the demonic toys are more funny and, and a bit gross, and while the puppet master dolls are more serious. efficient and s- yeah, serious yeah, yeah. about what they're doing here. Yeah, but yeah. It's a bit of fun and games and yeah stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, they have their own level of fun and, and excitement yeah. and enjoyment. Have they? Yeah, well, I do enjoy them, especially I like Jester's expressions taking on surprised, a bit happy, and a bit of a crybaby's sad look. Who's this? Jester. Oh, Jester. Oh, yeah, yeah, just keeps, Jester the doll. Keeps changing his face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he just it spins in a funny fashion, whatever. Surprise, sadness, happy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't mention this in in our last podcast episode when we were talking about the full franchise. I realized that during um, the whole film franchise, they often used. Um, let me see. What do they use? Um, they kind of used. Um, Throughout the the film franchise, they used reused scenes in their movies a lot. Like they reused them over and over. Okay. Like I've I've been paying that close attention to the film footage. Well, you just Hmm. have to pay attention. Like know the differences, but at the same time, um, you notice the the costume differences here and there. 
Well, yeah, and, and I suppose the dolls don't get changed very often, do and they? And their yeah. facial expressions change a lot. I mean, not just not the expressions. I mean, like you know right away. It's not the same puppet. It's not the same puppet. Yeah, that's, that's a new. That's, 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 that's a new figure. Yeah. Mm. I must have a close look. Oh, I must admit that during the course of the movies, they did change a bit, but I didn't notice the actual uh, film footage a bit. Mm, mm. Interesting. Agreed. Have a look at that. Uh-huh. That means you've got to watch them all again, does it? Oh, no. Am I out there? No. Like and a lot. But again, I oh, I usually pick out my my the very best ones that kind of make me less crazy. Yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah. it's like Jason Voorhees. Mm. Jason Ten's a really good movie, and the mm. first movie's really good. The other ones are, well, not bad. Mm. But, you know, but, yeah, so, yeah. Mm. Yeah, pick your yeah, pick your good ones. Yeah. Anyway, the um, the head in the poster from from this movie was featured on the cover of the Puppet Master. Um, what's that one? What's that? Puppet Master Axis of Evil. Yeah, that's just another uh, another um, movie. A, yeah, they they did a so another spin off or well, not spin off. It's more of um another separate story. S- story. You know, non- they had a non canon type story. I gather. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Okay, yeah, cool. I think so. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a new word, non-canon. Mm. Yeah, anyway, as we're saying, um, let me see. Throughout this movie, is considered canon reference. They, they, as I said before, this movie was written by the same people who who written the Puppet Master 3 movie. Even throughout the um, movie, they mention um, characters, still references of previous events from the third movie, like the part about um, and Andre Trulong fighting against the horrible Nazi Boric guys. Yeah. That's mentioned mm. in this movie. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Which is kind well, of... So, well, see, the whole point, that it, that's the period he's supposed to mm-hmm. grow up in, Andre Trulong, because he was, he when he was a young man, he was going through the war. Mm. And there was a lot of stuff there. And that, that movie where he was young, he had the puppets there. Um, mm. And the retro one, and he said where the beginning was. That was before the war. It had people spying on him and different things, and yeah. Mm. So mm. yeah, do it, would, that, it would be about the right period. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. World War One, World War Two. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Another mm. thing about this movie, the formula that we've heard so much about that brings the puppets to life. Its color is different in this one. Instead of the usual green, green color. reanimated color, this is one's a bluish. Um, scientific blue, blue color. Yeah, the other one was like absinthe. Yeah, <laughs> that that put bring your life for a little bit, then knock you out. Hey, mm-hmm. it, this is made of alcohol, so mm-hmm. no surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, wouldn't that make the puppets drunk? No, maybe it would oh, have okay. given their heart a bit of a, you know, well, lift. Well, mine going. Yeah. I mean, mm. alcohol does bring a little bit of life to the party. It does. <laughs> Unless it's their inhibitions, I'd do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't right. trust those puppets. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta admit though, this movie does make me think of of Halloween Season of the Witch, that movie. I mean, with the whole song and the fact that it mentions um, on a certain day something weird happens in the story. Mm. Like like in by the end of Season of the Witch you find out if they play that a certain time of day during the Halloween that some weird stuff starts occurring if, ah, okay. if they don't stop the um, horrible commercial from... Oh, oh really corny commercial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> That's fair. I think that was like a trigger or something. Well, yeah. Hmm. How about to go back and look at that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to admit, I mean, whenever I look at that hat, I am uh, sad that that didn't work so well for them when you look at that movie. Yeah. We can, look, not every movie works well. I mean, it, 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 I, I've mentioned it before to you. I, I might have mentioned it on the podcast. So if you get the mix right, even an average movie can be really good. Mm. And a good movie, if you don't get the, the mix right can actually uh, be not quite so good. Uh, Agreed. you got to get... It's, it's sometimes it, it's a good script isn't good enough uh, if it hasn't got the right director or it doesn't have the right casting. Or If you get the mix right, you've got a re- reasonably good script, a good director and the right uh, actors and stuff, uh, you can usually pull off, a, pull off a really good movie. Mm. But if there's something's missing in the equation, sometimes something's lacking. Like, oh, the wrong mm. director. He hasn't got the, the right spirit behind him. He just uh, he, he he can't bring it to uh, mm. its full potential. Agreed. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Which is sh- which is a shame because a lot of good movies there, um, which have been bad mouthed by uh, critics and the public and whatever, mm. but they were basically good movies. But they're lacking something. So, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been reading mm. about. Um, a mixture of different reviewers and yeah. all that stuff. And it gave me a lot of ideas of how one reviewer might be different from another reviewer and stuff like that. But I think st- I think some of the re- reviewers really need to get off the troll bandwagon mm. because, oh, I don't like the sort of movie, so I'm going I'm I'm to rip it apart. Mm. It's not a good way to do a film review. It should, it should be unbiased. Mm. And I'm sorry, but it just doesn't work for me. You know, they're, bit, they're nothing more than paid trolls. You know, mm. that's it. So not good. I don't like them. Mm. Mm. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> moving right along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. uh, I can't so really, should I can't, we? Um, um, I was going to say I can't do without reviews because this hasn't been reviewed by anybody, as far as I'm aware. So mm. I don't know what public opinion is or any critics. So I yeah. can't tell you anything. Yeah, and I can't really tell you um, too much about that either. Um, but so anyway, do you want to rate this now? I can't think of anything else I want to talk about. It's just, um, uh, yeah, we'll rate it now. Okay, so how do you rate this movie, Mike? Look, as a standalone movie, I mean, obviously this is not part of the same thread of the storyline. Forgetting those, I think it's not a passable movie. Say, I'd, I'd have to rate about eight, eight and a half. Hmm. Yeah, eight and a half. No, that, that thing quite gets a nine for me. Eight and a half's good. Yeah, eight and, eight and a half, definitely. Mm. I think I'll give it a nine, nine out of ten myself. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's not bad. Hey, by the way, um, it is available on Amazon and eBay, but it's very limited and it might not be forever. Um, mm. And it, it doesn't seem to be on YouTube. So at the moment, um, if you're interested, you might find it in a secondhand uh, DVD shop. Mm. Um, or on the um, second-hand market on the computers, whatever. Um, yeah, we've got something like Gumtree over here and different things. Uh, there might be things in other countries where you might be able to get a second-hand uh, video yeah. of this. Um, however, yeah, it's if you can get a copy of it or know somebody who has a copy of it, yeah, it's worth a watch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that's our thoughts on this this movie, guys. So, um, this is about it for us today. So, this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael Stevenson. Saying, we'll see you guys next time. Ho, ho, ho. It's almost Christmas. Bye. Bye.